This podcast is brought to you by RMA, the Risk Management Association. RMA's sole purpose is to advance the use of sound risk management principles in the financial services industry. Learn more at rmahq.org. Hello, my name is Grigoris Karakoulas, and I'm the president of Infagora, which provides risk analytic solutions to financial institutions. I'm going to be talking to you today about system implementation trade-offs. Almost every SEC filing U.S. bank, except smaller reporting companies, has disclosed by now the day one impact on non-loss reserves from CISL. These larger banks will start reporting with a new standard in 2020-Q1. The disclosures so far have shown that there is significant variability in the CISL loss reserves and common equity tier 1 capital ratio. What are the reasons for the variability in CISL loss reserves across banks? Most of the community banks seem to be in the design phase, according to recent surveys and the new implementation deadline from FASB of January 1st, 2023. What impact should these banks expect for their reserves and capital? How can these banks best deal with implementation challenges, namely historical data or lack thereof, segmentation, macroeconomic scenarios, forecasting method, and qualitative adjustments? Banks have a lot of flexibility in how to deal with each of these challenges due to the non-prescriptive nature of the standard. However, some of the choices for the respective design components may introduce significant inaccuracy in expected credit loss and procyclicality in provisioning. Each of the choices entails a complexity accuracy trade-off for the expected credit loss forecast. Banks need to be able to evaluate the different options and their trade-offs, document their selections, and decide how to disclose information about models, scenarios, significant assumptions, and sensitivities. Take, for example, the case of scenario selection. This has become even more topical given the point in the economic cycle and uncertainty about a downturn. The key considerations for scenario selection for regional community banks are the current and future conditions within the states the bank service instead of ones across the nation. Statewide downturns can be more frequent or even more severe than a nationwide recession. So how can a bank develop relevant scenarios that account for the likelihood of a recession in the local economy based on leading financial and non-financial indicators while adjusting for the uncertainty in the scenarios? What if a regional community bank uses only national macroeconomic factors instead of local ones for reasonable and supportable forecasts of expected credit loss? What would the impact from this limiting assumption be on the accuracy of the expected credit loss as well as loan pricing and profitability? For detailed analysis of the above questions, together with the case study, please read our paper in the February issue of the RMA Journal pages 70 to 76. Because becoming compliant to CICIL may be relatively easy given the non-prescriptive nature of the standard. The main challenge of CICIL for banks is being able to evaluate the various implementation trade-offs and integrate the resulting expected credit loss forecast with business decisions from pricing and lending to planning. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcasts. 
Whether you're a regular listener or a first-time listener, if you enjoy our podcasts, please provide a favorable rating on iTunes. Thank you.